So the big question is this. How do most agents who don't have access to the secrets that the top agents hoard to themselves grow and prosper in today's real estate environment? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Pat Hyben, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. And now, for the review of the day. All right, got a review on uh, Six Steps to a Seven uh, Figures. Yes, my book, Six Steps to Seven Figures, A Real Estate Practitioner's Guide to Building Wealth and Creating Your Destiny. All right, so on the audio version of this book, uh, on Audible, it allows people to rate overall performance and story, and they gave five stars to overall, five stars of performance, and five stars of story. Performance is me reading it, which my performance used to be terrible, and then I, uh, I changed it after like two years, so it's uh, much better now. Michael did this, and he says, great book, a must-read for anybody interested in real estate. I will definitely listen to this audiobook again. Thank you, Michael. Keep the comments coming, guys. I love them. And remember, I eat feedback for breakfast, so give me a one-star review if you want. Or a five-star review if you want. I don't care. And the more reviews we get, the better guests we get. So please, subscribe first and then leave us a review or wherever you're listening. All right, Rockstar Nation. We got a great guest today. I got Jenica. Not the only Jenica, but maybe soon to be the only Jenica I'm going to talk about. That Jenica Holmquist is killing it out in Washington State. She's a 30 under 30 rock star. And uh, we're going to find out exactly what she's doing to turn so many heads. So, Jenica, welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Thank you for having me. Hey, Jenica, why don't you tell everybody about yourself so they can get to know you better? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I started in real estate when I was 20. I have been in it for eight years now. And um, I started with a company called Donald Scott. It's based out of Washington, Idaho, and I believe they're in Oregon. Um, and then eventually moved to Keller Williams. I've been with them for about five years now. I was a solo agent all through 2016, a top producing solo agent. And then in 2017, started our team, um, which has been quite the adventure. It's definitely not as easy as uh, what it sounds like when you start a team. Um, and most of my business has been based on Sphere. I do a lot of networking and getting out in the community. So our, that's where our business comes from. So. Yeah. Hey, that's awesome. I'm glad you said that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dive deep into that about the, the whole team thing because I'm hearing some people talk about that and debate that. So anyways, we, we can dig deep. I'm going to deep dig into that because some people are starting teams and then they're going back solo again because they're finding more profit in it. So we're, we're going to talk about that. But anyways, um, so let's get to some nitty gritty. So you've been in business now eight years. You started when you were 20, huh? Yeah. I didn't know I any that. better. I started when I was 21, so you know I think that's I think that's a great age because you're so moldable and you can just be a junkyard dog. You know you could just power through it. You know, well, and a lot of my, most of my business comes from repeat clients, so it's I've got I get in at that right age where with my friends and then they're buying their first home, their second, third. So it's been fun to watch them go through that process. That's awesome. So last year, last 12 months, how many houses have you sold? So well, year to date, I'm at 20. Last I'll just do year to date. Uh, 
Yeah, you're an excellent. Okay, so I personally have sold 25. I'm at 8.2 million with a gross commission of 183. So that's just for myself. Um, as a team, which is just myself and one other agent, we're at 41 houses, 13.6 million with gross commission of 372. Wow, and, and that's at, you know, let's say about seven months in, right? Yeah, that's so closing out July numbers. Yeah, so a little over half a year. So if you double that, you'll be at 300 and some thousand per year, actually 360 per year and 750,000 gross. So our goal is 72 houses, 24 million, 650 gross. Because our average price point as a team is 330. That's awesome. I love how you know your numbers. You know, I did it right before the call. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, okay, so let's talk about uh, what's your profit margin on, on so that? So that's where I explored that question. Um, we, so I'm so bad about those things. We're actually um, getting ready to hire. We just did our fourth interview for our director of operations, and that's going to be her uh, her bread and butter. Is we hired, um, what is it, Streamline Business to do our bookkeeping because I ride from chaos, and that's not been my – so I don't have the answer to that is what I'm getting to. I ride from chaos, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, well, good. Well, I appreciate you being candid and not just making up a number. You know, some people come uh-huh. on the show, and they just pulled out of their butt. They're like, oh, I read in a book. It's supposed to be 50%, and uh, so mine's – a f- 60 you know, <laughs> you know. Oh God, i have no idea so yeah <laughs> all right well cool well let's talk about your business then where's it coming from we are pretty much all sphere referral based um when i i was looking at the numbers before getting on the call and it said one of the questions was what what's the second resource besides um your sphere and i really it would be internet and we've only had three leads from that so um, of all our closings, it's either based around our sphere, our sphere referrals, or past client uh, repeats. Okay. So, um, first of all, let, let's go back to your first year, right? You're 20 years old. How many houses did you sell? 11. And how'd you sell them? Uh, all my database. I mean, well, actually, no, that's not true. Um, I got the, can I swear on here? I don't know if I can Yes, swear. go ahead. I, got, I, got, <laughs> I, usually, I usually drop it first, but now that I see your face, like I can't just like drop it and not ask. Uh, <laughs> I uh, got all the shit. So when I got in in 2010, it was when it was short sales, bank owns. Like my first five transactions were all bank owned short sales. And so the agents that didn't want to handle or deal with it, I didn't know any better that that was the shit. And so I worked a lot of short sales. And that's when we would negotiate them ourselves before the companies came in and started um, doing that. So I would get the fun, like $100,000 houses that nobody wanted to mess with, which I didn't know any better. And so... Yeah, so that was where my first... All yeah, so you just went there. I mean, I talked to another agent this morning, actually, that did the same thing, right? Just the, the, all the shitty leads. I just went and said, give me your worst deals that you don't want, the $50,000 mobile homes and the, and the yep. pieces of land or whatever. And, and again, junkyard dog, right? Just take it. Just, you know, I believe... Uh, action creates action. You know what I mean? Like you're, if you, if you're in movement, you're going to sell more just because you're in movement you're doing things and people know you're busy, you know? What's what you put out to the universe. It's just by going in the office. I mean, it's crazy when you're just sitting in the office where stuff will come from out of nowhere by being present and being in there. So I always, that first, like I always tell everybody, it's like three years of grind, just taking whatever you can get and then you can start being pickier. So I, and is that kind of what you did? You, you, for three years, you just took everything, all the junk. Oh yeah, all the good stuff. So, 
And then, and then uh, how long did it take before you started being able to, let's say, get, get, getting a referral, you know, from a, someone you work with, that sort of thing? Probably about, yeah, that three, four-year mark. I, I would have some referrals or people that I would be close with that were starting to buy. Um, but on a consistent basis, it was probably about that four-year mark. And then it also became because I started building more of a database of past clients that having those as referral resources. So. Wow. And, and right now, like what percentage of, of your, okay, so you've done, let's say you're going to do 50 deals by yourself, which is phenomenal, right? Without your, your team partner or whatever, you've done 25 year to date. Like how many of those are listings? Um, so as a team, we are 37% listing, 63% buyers. Okay, which still is, you know, for, we've been in business eight years, so I guess that's probably okay. I was going to say. Well, it's, a lot of it is our age, too, is that I have so many clients that are starting buying their first homes. And just from my networking and my social media, a lot of my clients are my first-time home buyers. So we're still going through those ones as, or they're the repeat um, second buyer. Yeah. And, and universally, like I think what you're saying is your age or whatever is universally buyers are going to show up. Yep. Listings you have to make happen. Yep. Like if you want to get into listings, you want to bring that to 50, 50 or, or better. You are actually going to have to change your behaviors and such that you're going to have to, you know, door knock. You're going to have to call Fizbo's expire. You're going to have to go after listings or else it won't happen because that's that's what happened to me. I mean, I was I was a buyer agent my first three years or so, just you know, ninety percent buyers, very few listings, and um, it wasn't until I changed my mind and said, okay, I'm going to start cold calling, basically what I did. That you know, up and down streets saying I, I'm I want to be a listing agent. That I became a listing agent. Yeah, I haven't had my uh, come to Jesus moment yet, but that's, that's <laughs> like, no, I'm still avoiding it. Oh, like, oh, I'm just sphere based. So I know that next year, in order for us to increase our numbers, uh, that we're, I mean, those conversations are definitely going to have to come and play. And I have a maps coach and she's aware of it, but I'm like, not yet. Just not yet. So <laughs> I know it's there. Okay, so so tell me about these deals you're getting now. Like like, uh, what are you doing specifically? Like, I don't. It's it's a cliche to say, oh, sphere of influence. Like, tell me, like a step by step process. Let's say someone's listening and they go, okay, well, I get it. Sphere. That's what everybody says, right? So, but but what are you doing on a daily basis to get the the sphere the sphere to raise her hand and say, Jenica, I want to buy a house from you. Uh, they, my biggest resource is social media. So we have a really, I've really great presence on Facebook and Instagram. Um, I, we work really hard at having our business page, uh, show production for our page. So I can't stand when you go to an agent's page and it's like, Oh, look at me, blah, blah, blah. I'm doing all these things. So instead of us doing the, the talking, we let our business page do it. So we have like, when we have a closing, we have our business page tag us on our personal page. So it's self-promotion without, us having to say it for us. And then, um, so I get a lot of business from my social and it's not even business. It's people that I know that I know I wouldn't have stayed in contact with. I think I have like three clients right now uh, looking at my numbers in contract from high school that I would have never stayed in contact with if it wasn't for that. So a lot of social media, then when we have people in our database, we do like client parties, we do giveaways, um, just things to stay in front of them. We have extremely cute branding. And so it's really nice to be able to use that um, because people are excited about it and want our giveaways. So, All right. We're going to talk about these three, three things here. So first of all, your business page, yep. tagging your personal page. Yep. How does that work? 
So we have our Washington Lifestyle Homes is our business page. Whenever we have closings or on our Instagram, same thing, Facebook, Instagram, um, instead of me saying like, look, I just closed this house, we have our Washington Lifestyle Homes say, hey, Jenica, just closed this house and tagged me in it. And so it's there without me having to do that promotion. So it's almost like a higher power that they don't understand, right? They think it's, it's like your broker yep. is giving you an award. Yep. for having a closing, but it's really you. Yep. Okay. That, that That's awesome. And then they tagged and then you get tagged in it and you're like, Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> and you know? It was great working. And then, <laughs> Played around a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. You so take a, are you like doing things like taking a picture with the that settlement, that sort of thing? Um, no, it's mostly more like we just take a, have a picture of the front of the house and then we have, um, our social, we have a social media director and she kills the game. She's so good. Um, and so she does like on Canva, she'll do a little post with like the cute wording and everything. So our Instagram right now is on fire. I mean, it's so cute what she's doing. So um, we utilize a lot what she does and then put what it is, What is she doing exactly? So, well, just the consistency. So we, what is she doing? So she does a lot of community things. We started doing more personal things about us because we were realizing we have all these pendings. And so we, when we um, go into contract, we put a post up for pending and closed. And it's all about the mindset of people just seeing that constant activity. And so everyone, you know, constantly like, oh, you're so busy. Well, we're replaying that same house three times in the process. So they don't necessarily always relate back to that, but they see the activity. So when we list it, we pend it and we close. Um, and then, so we have that activity. Um, she does, like I said, community spotlights for things, stores, restaurants in the area. And then we also do, we just started doing Wednesday, um, like more details about us. I can't think of what she calls it, but that way it's showing more of the personal side. And then also we are super liberal. So we made a decision when uh, things started hitting the hit the fan um, that we wanted to make sure to use our voice. And so a lot of times if there's things that are going on, we want to make sure to share a message. So. Want to save over 87% on all 12 of our five-star rated real estate sales training courses at Rebus University? This is an opportunity that doesn't come around often, but for a limited time only, you can get instant access to all 12 of our courses all at once. Yeah, all 12 of the courses valued at over $10,000 for only $197 a month when you take action right now. Plus, I'm gonna throw in a 12-month membership to Big Profit Agents, a $564 value, absolutely free. Not only will you save $1,200 a year, 100 bucks a month, off our already heavily discounted all-access pass, but you'll lock in this price for life. And remember, you can cancel any time, and there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. Listing agent, buyer agent, leads bundle, Facebook ads, team agent, real estate mogul, and so much more. Access every single five-star course that I just mentioned instantly with your first payment of $197. Visit rebusuniversity.com. Under the Courses tab, choose All Access, and then use the coupon code HYBEN and save $100 a month for life. You can also text HYBEN to 345-345. That's HYBEN to 345-345, and I'll send you over the URL for your smartphone. Act now because there are a limited number of these coupons available. rebusuniversity.com, 
Choose all access and use the coupon code HYBEN or text the word HYBEN to 345-345. Talk to me about the decision that you made to pick a side, right? Because a lot of people would give you advice, certainly, any any manager, I think, or broker, I can't imagine someone actually, maybe it's just in my head like a movie, right? That they're going to give you this same old advice that is, that is, oh, don't talk politics and don't talk religion, yeah. right? Um, and just keep your mouth shut about your personal opinions because you're going to lose business, you know, by taking sides. And And obviously, I know that you thought about that and you were conscious of that sort of advice and you said you know what no i'm i'm not going to take that advice and it's going to it's going to benefit me so so tell me about that process and what you thought yeah so i still get um comments about that and um i am so glad you're actually bringing this up and talking about it because at every interview every time i talk with anybody nobody actually like i'll always tickle around it like this is where i stand this is what we do as a team and nobody actually like challenges me back to have a conversation um even like for my 30 under 30 interview things like that like they didn't put any of that in my like profile so I'm so glad you're asking me about this because everybody still avoids it we decided as a team right I mean mid controversy of everything I think it was I think it was the ban the the, the um the flight ban when that okay. was all the Muslim so, flight ban yeah that was the first time that we sat down and I said that we, we all know we all share a lot of the same views but are we comfortable sharing our, as a platform and uh, we decided, fuck it. Like, I can't imagine not having our voice out there. And if there's people that don't want to work with us because of that, then we're not the right people for them. And I think that when I look at businesses now that don't make a voice or platform when there's things going on, I think they're chicken shits by not saying like, hey, this is not right. This is not what we stand by. But I also love seeing companies that makes, whether it's subtle, subtle hint or subtle sign, just some kind of way to say like, hey, this is where our views are and what we support. And I can't imagine sleeping at night, at night not having our voice out there so and we just decided as a team and we did have the conversation but I'd rather not have like and I don't mean this in an ignorant or naive way I'd rather not have that kind of business if that's where the if they're afraid of doing business with us because of that so so you kind of leave it up to them right it's not like you're saying hey you know you're if somebody shows up to your office with a make America great again hat oh yeah they, they we, <laughs> uh, it, it would be a strong card now you would not take them as a client yeah, it would be that one. Those are every time I see a red hat. I so, like, so you would you would like make you would make the decision even more like you would if they say, hey, you know, you, you sold my mom's house, you did a great job, da da da, da and they're rolling in there. They got a red hat, white letters, make America great again. You're gonna be like, hey, I'm sorry, but you're wearing that hat. I can't. Or, would you would you just tell me about? Talk to me about. Yeah. That. So I don't doubt that I have clients that are Trumpies, um, Trumpers, whatever you call them. I don't know other words, but. Um, I don't doubt that I have clients that are like that, but I also, I respect a difference of opinion. However, people over profit is something like I can never get behind. Um, and so that would be the conversation at this point of everything that's happened. There is like that, that just social injustice that keeps continuing to go on. And if we have clients that are that strong, I mean, to wear that hat still, like, come on, get out of here. Like overplayed. And so if that's where they're still standing as, 
that is their presence, then I would let them know that we're probably not the right fit for them because we're not quiet. I mean, their money that they're giving us, we put, we donate to uh, immigration. We have a um, Tacoma community house in Tacoma that we donate to. We donate to YWCA, which is for women. I mean, there's just different capacities that he's not supporting already. We donate to Planned Parenthood. So their money is going to that. And I just don't want to have to deal with the conflict of interest. So So in a sense, you would feel like you're selling your soul. A hundred percent. Working with a Trump supporter. Well, it's not. Okay. So let me like, so it's not a Trump supporter because I know that I have clients. I have people in my family. I mean, okay. Okay. But it's the fact of like where things lie now. So it's not even a matter of difference of opinion, but I think like, so to still wear that hat, there are people that I probably know that I have conversations with that will not tell me that they're a Trump supporter, or that there's things that he values or does as far as the business side. I'm a small business owner. Nothing that man does is going to hurt me. It's only going to benefit me. I'm a white female. So there's a little bit on the, the female side as a small business owner that he's supposed to be helping me. Like he's only going to benefit me, but I can't put aside what he's doing to other people that I know love and respect. So right. that's the difference lies in between. We want to make sure our business is set and known that that's, this is where we stand and why we stand there. So anytime we bring somebody on our team, we always have the conversation. We are liberal. Like we just did last couple of weeks ago, had a pride booth. Um, we, all of those different things, we support the Rainbow Center in Tacoma, um, which is for the LGBTQ community. Like we are known to do those things and we want to continue that voice. And I just don't want anyone to come in that has a difference of opinion that is so uncomfortable with it. Cause there's that line of like the politics side and then the other right so let's talk about this so did did, do you think your business is hurt by this or is helped by this i don't care um i don't think it's hurt by it um if it was i that's not worth it to me to sell my soul to be quiet i think that it's helped because we have a lot of people i mean we're birds of a feather like we have a lot probably i i'm going to answer that question i i think the opinion of most people of and it's not i'm not we're we're finished talking politics is this is opinion of, of um, riches and riches in the niches. Yeah. I, I met a girl who actually has um, a, she sells vitamins and she sells uh, uh, exercise plans and you know, she's the exercise guru, right? And she has a tattoo of a gun on her arm and she has, she's all about, she's very conservative. She's from Texas. She's all about guns. And, and being conservative and weight loss and looking fit, right? And she's killing it, uh-huh. right? I mean, she knows who she is and she knows who she isn't and it's actually benefiting her. And a lot of people told her in the beginning, they said, you're crazy. Uh-huh. You should cover up your gun tattoo. And, and she said no. And she goes, you know, that's part of her and, and very religious she is. So, you know, that's part of her gig. She's like, well, I'm not just about women wanting to lose weight, yeah. right, or stay fit. I'm about women wanting to lose weight who love guns, who who are conservative, and who are religious. And, and I love it. I respect her the shit out of it because it is who you are. So. And you're kind of of the same thought. And I, and I would be willing to bet, and again, it's not – it's, it's not because of the side that you're on. I would be willing to bet just because you've chosen a side and because – you're comfortable in your own skin and you know who you are and you know who you're not, that you're going to do more business. It's kind of like the agent. There's an agent in Baltimore. I, I can't, I, I can't think of his name, but he, he's clearly the gay agent, right? He's like a, an agent for, I don't, know how to, I, don't, I don't know how he says it, but he says it. I yeah. guess I, I could say it because he says in his ads, he's an agent for gays, right? Or, or what have you, that community. 
And I asked him once, I was like, were you ever worried? And he said, no, you know, I wanted to be the gay agent. No one was tapping into that. He's like, it was an untapped market. And so, so I think you're kind of tapping into that too, right? I imagine. Yeah, and I, mean, I don't know. We've, I mean, we've gotten business from being at Pride Booth and things like that, but I don't, um, I don't know. I don't have like a direct reflection of it. I just know that for me, for my soul, for who we are as a company and for who we want to be recognized, it was important for me to know and share our message. So. And, um, and so you posting that on social media too. Yeah, if you look at our Instagram, like we, um, right now we're going through a recruiting process for the director of operations and I, you know, I let our recruiter know and she's like, oh no, I knew by the time I looked at your Instagram, like where you guys lie with these things. So, um, we definitely share when there's things going on or just a general message so that um, people know where we stand. Okay. That's awesome. All right. So, so, uh, what else, like, what else are you doing or is that the only thing that you're doing? Or are you just doing so much of that? that you're able to get, I mean, 50 deals a year by yourself is, a, is, is a big deal. Like what, like, is, is that all you're doing or what else are you doing? Yeah. I mean, um, <laughs> I do a lot of networking, big believer in happy hours. Um, so like I've been involved, um, with our, we have a local YPN young professional network that I went through as, you know, secretary. I did the philanthropy, um, events, vice chair chair um so i was involved with that for about six years and still involved just not on the board level got a lot of business from that by building relationships and my biggest thing with all of those is it's a not for the short haul i mean it, you have to really commit and i can't stand when people get involved in those associations and don't put their time commitment into it so that's why i didn't want to just come and surf for, you know fly over and try to get business from it but really get involved and make an impact um i have um, i'm really involved with the realtor association so i was our women's council president I'm our RPAC chair, RPAC trustee, all of these things with local and state. And so I get a lot of business from agents outside of the area too. And so these, these events that you're going to, right? Are they liberal events for the most part? No. No. Networking, yeah. Like, I mean, we go to luncheons and stuff, but my intentions when we go to those luncheons is to donate money, not to surface crowd for business. So, um, hmm. yeah, we don't go to networking and liberal events to, and we don't, I mean, when I say we're like, we're not like, no, we don't use it as a platform for business. We just use it as a platform for sharing our voice. And indirectly, you get business from it. But uh, you know, may, 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 yeah. But maybe if you consciously did, you you quadruple it, right? But I, I guess you could say, you know, whatever. That's it's interesting. All right. So tell me about the client appreciation parties. Like, how does that work? How much money are you spending on these things? What are you doing? What's it look like? Um, last year we did two. We did one at a new restaurant that opened in our area. It's called Ryan House. It's a German bar. It has like bocce ball. And so we did um, a private party area and had drinks and appetizers. Um, we had like a photo, step and repeat, all of that photographer. I think that one cost us um, like three grand, um, something around there. I can't remember specifically. And with the photographer, then we can tag the clients in the pictures. So it's the, you know, you, you have so many touch points when you have client events because you've got the, the reminder, you know, the first invitation, the reminders, the follow-up, the thank you. Um, and then it's even, I mean, even if people don't show up, because I think that event we had about 100. We usually average about 100 right now. And with inviting about 400. And it's just still, even if they don't come, still seeing that. And then this summer we did a, um, we have a local, what is it called? It's not the pro, I can't remember. It's the the, the next level under like a pro merit or a baseball team. What's that called? Minor league. Minor league. Thank you. We have a minor league team. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, no problem. We have a minor 
league in uh, Tacoma. That's the Tacoma Rainiers where we did a party deck. And so they give them food and then we can just get them out there and socialize. And so we pay awesome. none of the game and just more of our clients. So now on these things, right. Is it like open bars at like kind of uh, come, oh. come, come party with Jenica open bars with animals? Hell no. Like, Oh my God, people, I know what I'm like at an open bar. Um, so, <laughs> no. So we do drink tickets or at the Rainiers it, it's included where they have like a set amount that they give beer and wine um, at the, at the Ryan house event with the, at the restaurant, I think we did like two or three drink tickets and then just had platters of food until they ran out. So, so you're basically throwing a party and you're just inviting, you know, pretty much everyone you work with, all your friends, family, whatever, just yep. are they allowed to bring friends. Is it just kind of like, Hey, come, this is Jenica's party, you know? Well, it's our team party, but yeah. So we invite, yeah, we have our team invite their friends and family and people that have supported. So that's generally speaking as who are, is on our invite is people that have supported us, whether it's just, with their presence, whether it's with their referrals or if they've done business. As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool, an item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been eBooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists, open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox full of items of utility, simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. That's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text Toolbox to 444-999. That's Toolbox to 444-999. So why do you think you got picked for 30 under 30? Because I know thousands and thousands of agents, you know, apply for that. Every year it gets harder and harder to win what do you think stood out in you if they certainly didn't do it, you know, like you said, like you would hope that they would mention about your, you know, being liberal and that sort of thing. What, what do you think the reason was? I am. So I am very involved with the realtor community and associations. Like I said, I'm on the political advocacy. I've done a lot of work on that side and I'm really passionate about it because I feel like too many agents in our industry don't pay attention to that side. That's directly impacting our industry and our clients. Um, so not only do I take my passion to like social injustice and taking care of people as a whole, but also our industry, because I think it's too easy for people to cash the check and not have those conversations of, I mean, like with directly, like, um, for example, in Washington state, they're constantly looking at going after capital gains. And I don't even know if it's just Washington state, but I just know that when we go to Hill day, that's one of our issues that comes up is um, looking at capital gains. And so right now after two years when somebody buys their house any, and it's their primary residence, any money they make that they um, it's in their profit and they're not paying taxes on. Well, if they are looking to increase that or take longer, not only is that directly impact, impacting us as agents, our clients, but then you look at home and start, I mean, there's just so many people that play a part. And they're, they're Washington state is trying to put up, there's a conversation about like changing, making it like you have to be in your home for three to five years, or, you know, there's a certain amount that you make and there's a percentage back, things like that. And so it's just, if you look at that one issue, and that's probably one of my favorite examples because it's such a big impact. And if you as a real estate agent say that you're doing the best for your client and the community, but you don't know those conversations that are happening that are going to have such huge impact 
I think it's bullshit. So that's where I think that my involvement with the realtor community has what was directly relating to me getting a 30 under 30. Wow. And, and so what else are you doing for the real world community? You want my resume? I can hit you with the resume. Um, yeah, so, please. Yeah, do it. Yeah, tell me. Okay, so I started with Women's Council of Realtors. So mm-hmm. I went through as, I think, on a committee to, to secretary, uh, chair, or excuse me, vice president. I can't remember all the names for the different ones. Vice president, president, past president. So that was for local. And then I was on a couple committees at state. Um, and then I started our YPR and starting our YPN, so our Young Professional Network for our local chapter. I've been on the directors um, as a director. I am currently the uh, RPAC, which is um, the Realtor Political Ab- oh my God, Action Committee. Don't tell them I messed that up. Um, <laughs> RPAC. Um, so I'm the director and I'm on state level as a trustee for RPAC. Um, what else? I'm like on a bunch of little committees. I just believe in getting, I think it's, if you're not involved in that level, I just don't know if you're doing your job completely or any, and not even being in on a committee, but at least having the knowledge. There's so many people that I can't stand that stupid statement of like, why am I paying the $600? I don't even know what it goes towards. Well, it's I'm not educating yourself and that circles around to not educating yourself about it's so easy to say that without educating yourself. In the yeah. Research. I mean, I had a guy on um, last week who said that a realtor boards um, should be abolished. He said they're a waste of everybody's time and money. So, what would you say to him? Educate yourself um, <laughs> because that's a lazy ass answer. Um, so I, and that's the thing is that they, it's it kind of circles back around to everything, but she was a white man, huh? But she he was, was white. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So sorry. We can that part <laughs> What's that have to do with it? <laughs> because it's such a lazy answer to not educate yourself. If there's something that you're paying into to not take your time to know why you're doing it. It's that whole phrase of like, when there's something like injustice or oppression going on, but you can say, well, they need to educate me. Why are they feeling that way? It's the same thing. Like take the time to freaking educate yourself and have a p- opinion and perspective. And you may, he may still feel that way, but at least he has the knowledge to know why, where that money is going towards. And I guarantee you, once he finds out where that money and the impact that it's making it to his direct pocket, he might change his opinion on that. His, his, his thought process was, you know, they provide lock boxes, but he doesn't go to, you know, any classes or anything. And they're, they're just standing in the way of going straight to the source, you know, which would be something bigger, like a MLS that everybody could use or that sort of thing. He just. So my, and the reason I love the, the RPAC side is because I can directly see when they're making changes to our area and the, the whole political side. I mean, it's crazy once you start learning things when I sit down with clients and I can use that of like, this is what we're doing. Or when your client, like how embarrassing if your clients know stuff that's going on that you have no idea, but yet you're putting money into fighting for something you don't know about. It just seems ignorant to me. So. Hmm, fascinating. And what's the market like now in uh, Tacoma, Washington? Is there a seller's market, buyer's market? What are you guys dealing with there? We're, we're, I'm excited and kind of nervous. Uh, we, I think we're balancing out. So we have been a seller's market. We have so much going on up in Seattle, um, in Seattle alone. So I'm about 45 minutes-ish with traffic to Tacoma from Seattle. And so we have all these investors and um, a lot of money from China going into Seattle. The average to get into the medium price point in Seattle, you have to make like $129 an hour to afford that market. So we're getting the push down. Yeah, down I-5 is where we get all the buyers that can't afford that um, and are coming into Tacoma. So for the longest time, we've been in a buyer, or excuse me, a seller's market. So, I mean, crazy waiving appraisals, waiving inspections, having to put more down on the appraisal value, things like that. Um, and then as of July 1st, 
it really slowed down where we were seeing, like I had a house I put on the market that should have sold multiple offers within three to five days and it didn't sell for 13 days. It was still full price, but everyone was saying it was like the 4th of July slowdown and it has not picked back up since then. So our thing is in uh, Pierce County, under 300 is still pretty active because it's equivalent to rent prices. But over that, we're starting to see things. It's just not that chaos. So it's going to What are you going to do about it? What, what, I don't what, know. What action are you taking? I've never been in this. So I have, um, I, when I got in, it was a buyer's market. So it was all buyer, everything. And then it quickly switched to seller. So I'm like, oh, okay, here we go. So, that's funny. I have no idea. Wow, that's funny. Well, well, I got a great course for you, the Certified Price Reduction Course at Rebus University, guys. If you go to rebusuniversity.com and type in uh, PH50, PH50, I'll give you 50% off. That was a good good tie into our new price you got to That was smooth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's, let's wrap this up, uh, Jenica, with our flagship question, and that is this. Let's say that I took you and I put you with nine of the other 30 under 30, right? The, the nine best ones, right? And uh, I put you guys in the same remote location, but here's the thing, it's remote, but there's a lot of people moving around. There's commerce, they're buying and selling. The houses are selling. Uh, the only thing you guys have in common, besides being in the 30 under 30, is that you don't know anyone, right? So nobody knows anyone. And uh, I give you $1,000, I give you a cell phone, and I give you a laptop. Whoever sells the most houses in six months gets a million dollars cash. How is Jenica going to win that million dollars cash? Okay, I'm trying not to come up with a smart-ass answer. Um, <laughs> I would just, well, so what's worked for me, but I, there's like the real estate right question or right way to answer, like door knock and cold call. I feel like it's like the right way to do it. Yep, they've been said way, before, so just, I, but it's okay if you say them yeah. again. It's up to you. I'm not it's saying that. Not I wouldn't do that, so I could like sell this pretty package of something I'm not going to do, and then my coach would call me saying that. Yeah, no, no, no. So tell the um, truth. I would say uh, networking and happy hours. So finding with networking, finding what you like. I mean, finding like what you like to do. I was <laughs> I play on a soccer team that's done a lot of well. So just figuring out who you are again, it like. The theme of our little call is knowing who you are and then using that to build your business because it makes it a heck of a lot easier when you have things to relate with people. So, That's awesome. Yeah, right. Call know, so. know who you are and be who you are and, and join a kickball team and, and, you know, a soccer team and go to parties and go, go to events and all that stuff is free, by the way. Like, I mean, I, I love the energy of those kind of things. And so I'm, when I'm there, I can be myself and people are attracted to that. So. It is what it That's is. awesome. Well, um, uh, it's no doubt why you're uh, being so successful there, and I really appreciate you being candid and coming on the show today. Now, as you know, everybody that comes on uh, brings with them a free gift, and what I do with this free gift, guys, is I'm going to put it. Here's the thing. She's definitely the only Jenica that came on, right? Yeah, ever going to be. <laughs> and, 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 and she also says there's only three Jenicas in the entire real estate world. Uh, or less, in, the in the United States. And, and what do you hope it happens to the other two agents? You're, you're an ass for me. Can you say what I told you earlier? <laughs> um, I believe, according to my research, that they're newer agents, so I'm going to give them 90 days to see if they make it. <laughs> <laughs> so she's hoping, if your name's Jenica out there in your agent, she's hoping you'll fail. So I'm hoping that will motivate you, motivate you a little bit. So anyway, so I'm going to make this uh, hybendigital.com backslash Jenica. It's J-E-N-N-I-C-A. Hybendigital.com backslash Jenica. All her information, if you want to reach out to her, if you're a Trump supporter and you want to spread some hate Raid on there, you can. Now I'm just—it's good for you. Trust me, I get it. I get it. I, I, you know, 
I got. I had some lady I, I bash me this morning. You know. Um, I got more to say. So <laughs> it'll be fun, and uh, or whatever be on there. And also, uh, I'm gonna put your free gift on there. But what is your free gift, anyways? So, well, we didn't like we went down the rabbit hole. Um, the other thing that we do really well in our business is branding. I'm a big believer in having consistent, clean branding. And so our seller packet, our pre-seller packet is so sexy. Oh my goodness, because it is clean, it's crisp. So I include it because it's probably the thing I'm most proud of. Um, we've taken, I mean, you take, what is it like rip, rip, what's it rip off and repeat, whatever it is. I can't remember what that thing yeah, is. Yeah, rip off and repeat. Yeah, so it's that with like 25 different listing packets because you get them every time. And so I've sent that baby, that's my baby. Um, so I put it out there and it's got really clean branding and has our mission and vision and just who we are. Oh, that's awesome. Well, that's a big one, guys. You, you, should de- you definitely want to download that and implement that in your business if you don't already have a bombastic uh, presentation book. Anyways, but uh, you can get that with all the other uh, downloads that uh, all the other guests, over 100 guests have brought uh, to this show by going to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox because they're all in our agent success toolbox or you can text the word toolbox to 444-999. And of course, you can get it direct by going to hybendigital.com backslash Jenica. Jenica, best of luck to you in Tacoma, Washington. And thank you so much for coming in and sharing your story. And uh, if I'm ever in that neck of the woods, I'll look you up and we can break some bread. Sounds good. Happy hour. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for tuning in to Real Estate Rockstars. If this free content is giving you a ton of value, I want to ask a small favor in return. I need you to pull out your pointing finger and hit the subscribe button. Yes, hit subscribe, please. The more subscribers that we get on Real Estate Rockstars, the better guests are attracted to the shows. We'll get more guests from the top companies, from the top teams, and even more celebrity guests like Robert Kiyosaki and Barbara Corcoran. Also, If you're not a member of our free Facebook group, go to Real Estate Rockstars Radio right on Facebook and join the conversation. I'm on there myself on FaceTime Lives, and we have a lot of communications and questions about the show, and I'd love to see you there. And it's free. People ask me all the time, where am I on social media? I'm real easy to find. Just type in my name. My IG is I am Pat Hyben. It is blowing up on Instagram, adding tons of subscribers. And I'm on there probably twice a day. So definitely follow me on Instagram as well as everywhere else. Thanks again for listening and keep rocking. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.